Welcome to the New Thought Experience Podcast. My name is Reverend Chris DiGiorgio. Each week, we will explore a New Thought topic. New Thought was founded in the 19th century and was inspired by the Transcendental Movement. Its chief belief is of an all-knowing, all-present, all-powerful divine intelligence, and spirit and human are one. And remember, we are only a thought away from changing our lives. And now to our podcast. Let's start with this quote from Chapter 5, Thought Transmission, in the book Prayer, the Art of Belief by Neville Goddard. To pray successfully, you must have clearly defined objectives. You must know what you want before you can ask for it. You must know what you want before you can feel that you have it. And prayer is the feeling of the fulfilled desire. It doesn't matter what it is you seek in prayer or where it is or whom it concerns. You have nothing to do but convince yourself of the truth of that which you desire to see manifested. When you emerge from prayer, you no longer seek for you have. If you have prayed correctly, subconsciously assume that the reality of the state sought and by the law of reversibility, your subconscious must objectify that which it affirms. Neville makes a couple of points here about successful prayer that I want to highlight. First, we have to know what we want to pray about. We need a clear understanding of what we want. I want vibrant health. I want peace in my life. I want a job. But now get more specific. What does this vibrant health look like? What does that job look like? Can you picture the office? Can you picture the healthy body? Can you sense the smells of the office or the home? What emotions do I feel? Before you see it, sense it. Create it in your own mind. Neville is saying you have to feel you have the desire you want that is manifested regardless of the appearance. Then you must convince yourself of this fact. Once you do this, it is yours to have. It's manifested. It might not be there in the physical, but know that it is there. Have the belief it is there. Then your subconscious is impressed upon, and then remember the law of reversibility. What you see as an effect becomes the cause and then becomes the effect. There's a gospel story that comes to mind found in in the Gospel of John, chapter 11, the rising of Lazarus. Let's give some context here. Jesus hears that Lazarus, the brother of Mary, Mary and Martha, is severely ill. Jesus First thinks he's ill and will recover, but then realizes Lazarus dies. He goes back to Judea to be with Mary and Martha. Both say to him, Lazarus would not have died if Jesus was there. Jesus decides to go to the tomb and raise Lazarus from the dead. Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, comes to the tomb. It was a cave, and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, 
said to him, Lord, already there's a stench because he's been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed and would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth, and his face wrapped in cloth. Jesus said, unbind him and let him go. So how does this relate to prayer? Let's go back a few verses in this quote. Jesus said, this illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is God's glory so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. So what he's saying here is, I'm going to demonstrate. He then says in the passage we read, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me. Jesus believes in the prayer he's doing. He sees Lazarus alive, and he tells Lazarus to come out of the tomb. Remember what Neville was saying here. He believed it before it was manifested. He believes he's it before it has been seen. Also think about the tomb. The tomb symbolizes going inside. The imagery of us going into our own inner sanctum and believing that what we desire will come out or spring forth. Another aspect of when we pray is to we naturally think. We are collecting our thoughts during prayer. Neville says in this chapter, to think is to speak low, to speak is to think aloud. Our thinking and our speaking are vibratory actions, meaning they have a vibration or an energy. This energy imprints itself on your conscious and subconscious minds. These past few weeks we've been talking about how prayer imprints itself into these two minds. So whatever you speak aloud or go into prayer, speaking low as Neville points out, you are imprinting this into your two minds. Another quote from this chapter that I believe is very important is your beliefs, your fixed attitudes of mind constantly modify your consciousness as reflected on the mirror of your mind. Your consciousness, modified by your belief, objectifies itself in the conditions of your world. To change your world, you must first change your conception of it. This quote gets at the heart of what I believe New Thought is. We change our thoughts, we change our world. We perceive the world by our thoughts and beliefs. So when we pray, we're giving ourselves the opportunity to change our thoughts and create a new world. If there's an aspect of the world you would like to change, start to pray. See it differently. See yourself differently. See yourself reacting differently. Change your words around this. Change your actions around this. This is prayer. This is thought transmission. We are consciously creating thoughts that serve. This is our work as New Thought students. Our work is to better our lives by prayer and by new thoughts. See what old thoughts are not serving. Replace them. Prayer is the start of replacing them. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. The New Thought Experience is a production of the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. 
To find out more about us or to donate via Zelle or PayPal, you can use our email address, unityofwestchester at gmail.com. That is U-N-I-T-Y-O-F-W-E-S-T-C-H-E-S-T-E-R at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook or meet up at the Westchester Spirituality and New Thought Group. Have an enlightened day.